Hey everybody and welcome to episode 149 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome back to the show, episode 149. Been getting some great feedback on the last few episodes, one with Matt Smith and also with Elliot Overton, all about oxalates. Uh, yeah, and um, good stuff. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. And today's show is no different. It's an absolute humdinger with Jason Christoph. Uh, before before we get into that, guys, as always, just like to go through a few things. And that's, you know, our show is always sponsored by the Revive Yourself brand, www.reviveyourself.co. And if you head there and you're looking for some health boosting supplements, especially in this coronavirus panic then it also, if you didn't see it the other the other week, I put out a, a video on my free essential supplements. You can find that on the Revive Yourself site, or if you follow me on Facebook or Revive Yourself on Facebook, it's on there. And I went through three main uh, the three major sup- supplements that I take. One would be a broad spectrum, <clears throat> excuse me, green drink or like a lot of antioxidants. And I always recommend Living Fuel or one of our other green drinks like Dr. McCullough's or we have got the Organics Greens drink and that's under the Evolution Organics banner. They are yeah, phenomenal in, in boosting your health, raising your immunity, detoxifying the body um, against free radical damage everything the others were probiotics for your gut obviously if you're going to be boosting your internal health you know especially with this coronavirus going around as i mentioned before a uh, virus can't take over a healthy body and that all starts with a healthy inner ecosystem remember the terrain is everything you know the germ is nothing the terrain is everything so by having a healthy terrain it can't take over and that starts with your gut and probiotics you know getting a good quality probiotic we've got dr mccola and also also if you go to biooptimizers.com www.biooptimizers with a z.co.uk i should say put in the code revive 15 you get 15 percent off and it's actually dot com if you're in the states once again the code revive 15 for 15 percent off uh, and then i mentioned uh, a good quality of a vitamin d you've got vitamin d 3k2 from ancient purity on our site great product it's like, like uh, liposomal too which means it's absorbed straight into the into the body even digested in the mouth hasn't got to go through the gut or a krill oil your krills are very very small fish i'll say fish it's a very very small crustacean lots of bigger fish nowadays are polluted by mercury and other contaminants krill oil is not and you'll be getting a very very good dose of vitamin d as well as other nutrients that are very very health boosting um so they're i mean they're all on the um on the site as well as everything you know vitamin c we've got that from ancient purity a great form a liposomal form of vitamin c um msm fantastic for boosting the immune system that'll be on my site shortly if it's not on there already it'll be on my site shortly it's the best form of vit- uh, msm you can get on the on the planet it's actually crystallized um and it's not been refined or processed like 
99.9% of other MSMs on the market, which means it actually retains all of its goodness. Most have 80% of their goodness gone um, within, within that manufacturing and processing um, processing process <laughs> funny enough um then yeah as as always uh, as broad spectrum things like liver liver support uh, from nature's answer is going to help you boost your uh, battery of life milk thistle liver support uh, and everything else you've got in there the mushrooms from four sigmatic the 10 mushroom blend or the lion's mane my favorite go-to in terms of immune boosting as well as boosting mental uh, focus and clarity and brain health so you've got lots on there and if you're looking to get your you know one of the other things i say to people in general is <clears throat> sleep extremely important that's why i always mention the blueblocks.com b-l-u-b-l-o-x.com um for their blue blocking glasses blue light blocking glasses and um, putting the code revive there you get 10 percent off um best blue blocking glasses on the market bar none my, my main man andy man you can listen to my episode with him uh, episode 106 i think it is of the Vibe Yourself podcast and essential oils from essential oil wizardry with dr nick the best essential oils bar none i was talking about oil of oregano the other day one drop of that in 10 drops of olive oil consumed um or ingested uh if uh, wouldn't do it more than 10 to 14 days it's so powerful you don't want the body to adapt to it but it will, be, it will just knock off any virus it's very very powerful and they're the best essential oils on the market by none it's got lots of other other products there as well and um if you want to get your your, your family's health where it needs to be it's all about the water that you're drinking as well and i'm very big big on this and i talk about aquatair the best water filtration system bar none in my opinion from our man graham bremner um and you know whether you've got a, a one two three or four plus bedroom house hard or soft water we've got options for you there on our revive yourself site go to www.reviveyourself.co go down uh, sorry click on the shop tab and you scroll down you've got all of our products there as well as the links to Aquatair whole house water filtration system remember it's not just the, f- the water you're drinking but you're also washing your clothes in it sleeping in in the bed sheets and you're cleaning your cleaning and washing your food and cooking your food with it uh, and you've got all the other options there too uh, as well as the book which is going really well continuing to make make sales and continuing continuing to get people sending me how much you're enjoying the book which is fantastic if you haven't heard about it yet it's the book that i've released uh, in january called the chronic fatigue solution uh, you can find that at www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com and although it's titled the chronic fatigue solution it actually goes into every other chronic illness and how you can overcome and put chronic illness behind you the three big secrets to that as well as other protocols uh, principles you can follow 52 tips that you can implement straight away today that will boost your health and your family's health so that's found at www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com and you can also get the audio version there too um which is gonna yeah some people prefer to listen to read i know i do so how i do it how i learn best so got that option there for you for you too um so yeah that's it for today so as we go into the episode today we've got jason christoph back on it's one of my favorite guests this was one of my favorite episodes i think i've ever done so it's quite a short uh one in terms of me and jason can go on for hours but this is about uh, just over an hour and we go into self-sabotage the adult child and then into the coronavirus and why you shouldn't be worried um if you've got a healthy immune system and you're doing things that promote health and about the test that they're using. So 
without further ado, here's Jason. Enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the other side. How's, uh, how's things anyway? Are you good? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're rolling ahead. We got the certification program coming up, and um, that's really busy. It's busy trying to put together a certification program for like 80 people. Takes a lot of work. <laughs> what self sabotage certification? Yeah, yeah. So the, it goes down. So it's four day seminar teaching people how to be self sabotage coaches. Uh, recording, you know, giving them a library of documents and procedures to go through. Having them over to my house on the second last night for a dinner made by my wife. So it's uh, you know it's. It's a lot of work, but it's 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 worth it because you do it once and then you just have to fine tune, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. What's the um? So that when when is that? Uh, that is March twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth, and then I'll be having and it sold out in thirty six hours nice. last time. So I'll be having another one in October, and it's really you know now that I've put it together, you know it's really easy to teach people how to self sabotage. Uh, be a self-sabotage coach it's so easy to pick out i just use four or five major categories uh, i have a questionnaire about 150 points and then you just you have more than enough information to like usually i only get through the first two questions and i have everything i really need to know can you can you tell us what those are or not you know like... Well, what the questions? The first two, the first two questions. Well, the first two questions are the ones that are purposely put in there. They're like, uh, you know, what's on your mind? Tell me, tell me what's eating at you. So the whole point of questions like that, and I tell the client that as well, is to just get you rambling, and then I analyze your language, and it's usually inside the language where you find all the problems. Especially when they start, uh, sometimes they'll talk about their home life. Like I was just doing one before I came online with you. And uh, the lady's home life was basically, uh, her mom was a, um, uh, you know, her mom, we do a lot of work where we analyze if someone's an adult child compared to a real adult. So adult children have, we have, uh, like as self-sabotage coaches, I made a list. The adult children have a list of 50 attributes that worked well in childhood. They're not, they're not malfunctions, okay? They're, they're perfectly acceptable because they're all adaptations for you to survive as a child. You're very small as a child, and, you know, with one flick of the back of the hand, you can be killed as an infant. You can be killed as a child by your caregivers. So there's a lot of adaptations children do to fit in and to try to be accepted by the tribe. And I have a whole list of those attributes. And this this lady, her mother was a full adult child. So I knew right away that as I read down the questionnaire, this lady was going to be living as a child still in her adult life. And that's where all her problems were coming from. So it's very simple. Once you know the, um, the background a bit about why basically all self-sabotaging behaviors can be traced back to natural coping mechanisms in childhood that the people drag with them into their adulthood because but childhood coping mechanisms do not work in the adult life trying to fit in at the pub when you're 50 by getting drunk every friday night doesn't work when you're 50 right 
fitting in is one of those big uh, childhood adaptations. We really want to be accepted. We really want to be liked. Sometimes we're the court jester. Sometimes we, we, we sacrifice ourselves in other ways to gain the affection or attention or adoration of the person or the crowd. But if you do that, and the thing about the child mind, that the child coping mechanisms are all based on safety. The, the child is always looking for safety, which if you do the deep psychological research is almost the opposite of happiness. So all my clients, when they come to me, are, are not happy. And it's because they put safety first and they don't understand by placing safety first, they put happiness last. It's really interesting that because you think that safety would be a part of happiness. Yeah, you would think it was, but if you find like, you know, and if you do the research and you've come across someone, like, you know, a lot of the people when they were 24 graduated, you know, they took a job, say, with the government. That's safety, right? Nine to five every day. Um, you get paid, you know, maybe double the minimum wage and you got benefits, you know, your eyeglasses and your free poisonous drugs when you get sick because you're so depressed. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a draw of safety to start, but there's no happiness in that. There's no happiness working nine to five for someone else. I mean, the government, the government workforce are the most unhappy because, unfortunately, if you, the government's futile, if not corrupt, so you're not going to get these deep spiritual satisfactions in every any government position because basically all government agencies are are designed in a way that they they put out fires with gasoline. So, so, so you're not making any sort of spiritual satisfaction. Like if you're a nurse, you know you get paid sixty thousand dollars a year. You're thinking you're going to help people, but every drug you give them makes them more sick. So after a while, you know the safety wears off, and then you're not happy. And you, you can't, you know, it would be great if you gave someone a pill and they walked out so much better. But like I said, all sort of government endorsed agencies are, are problem creation zones. <laughs> That's what they are. So if you're looking for the most unhappy and the most dissatisfied uh, because there's no victories inside government structures whatsoever, you're just always making the problem worse. And then you finally finally figured out that you probably bought the biggest lie in history, hook, line, and sinker. And uh, you can get out of that too. You can learn to be happy in, in, in situations where it's futile. You just have to tell yourself the right story mentally. You have to tell yourself a more empowering story. You're probably there for a short amount of time, and then you build options outside. Well, never disrespecting your employer, you know, never really bad-mouthing them, but you... You you put them on the dream team. You respect that they're paying you at the time, and you and you start you like your own business, like I've done or you've done or anybody you've interviewed has done, because the independence and the free flow of our creativity and our, our innate intelligence, the flow of that as an electrical force is what makes us happy. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I don't think we're talking about that today, but that was a good good ramble. Oh, we can uh, talk about. It. Well, I think it's all part of it because. Uh, you know, I actually saw something like that. It's, it's interesting, actually, because when you said that, it does ring a bell. Like, because adventure is when I think about adventure, that's what makes me happy. I'm thinking of that it's like the unknown, or you know, even when you go skiing, for example, you're out there in in the wilderness, and it's also or you're going. There's lots of like, I've been looking a lot into this year. And like, do you know who Jesse Itzler is, uh, Jason? 
No. He's a. Um, I might have heard of him. You probably, you probably, ago, yeah. you probably have. You, uh, so he's um, a billionaire. His wife um, owns Spanx, but he sold Zico coconut water to Coca Cola, and um, he's 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 the guy who um, had David Goggins live with him for thirty days, like living with a seal. Um, yeah. He's I wicked. Yeah. So he's um, but he's got a thing called um, your life resume. He talks about everyone writes their work resume. He said, "What about your life resume? What what have you like? For example, he's he's." done lots of different things you know he's in journeys or traveling across countries and doing whatever climbing mountains so one of the things i was looking into this year is like so much adventure and there's lots of things and there's some really cool things for people out there because uh, holidays and stuff and like um talking about adventure like that unknown and just traveling places and doing things that are yeah just exploring i think that is like it's happy it's, it's, it's weird you think about that for safety you think um, happiness but it's more just like comfort not happiness i suppose and then actually having that adventure is is happiness it's because we're meant we're we're we are explorers and they aren't we we mean trying to trying to go out there and find what's out there and and it's having that balance of order and chaos right that's the symbol of yin and yang you need you can't have all order because you're very very and that's what a lot of these government jobs are a lot of order no chaos yeah Uh, when we're kids we actually don't want any chaos because if we if we and we don't want any real adventure, because if you happen to come outside the tri the protection of the tribal walls twenty five thousand years ago, you're probably going to get killed, and your chances of injury are very high, and that's why children say Marissa Peer, uh, the UK she's the UK therapist of the year, and she's a brilliant hip- hypnotherapist that works a lot with these issues. She's taught me. That of course, children are like this the most. They're two at two years old. I want this. Uh, I want the same cereal in the same bowl, using the same spoon. I want the same movie every night. I want to wear the same clothes and I want the same bedtime uh, story read to me before I go to bed. Children are very adverse to anything that's unfamiliar because it's unsafe. It's dangerous. And as they're smaller, weaker stature, that <laughs> everything that it has to be predictable for them to find safety. And then they used to have in ancient societies this rite of passage, like in Sparta, they would actually lock the 14-year-old men outside the gates. And I think they had to survive for two or three days, if not a week out in the wilderness by themselves. And if they died, they died. And that was a risk they were willing to take because the 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 non-maturity process if that child did not mature they became a drag on the society because they became what's the adult child the paraternus which means the forever baby or the forever child and there's a good um, youtube channel called academy academy of ideas that has a great video on the paraternus it's this uh, this and we see a lot of these i call them proteins professional lifelong teenagers where people haven't done this rite of passage and then of course as as um, we're always supposed to be like even as children i would wait on on my couch cursing my mom and dad when i was 12 saying i love to get my own money i can't wait to get my own car i can't wait to give you guys the bird you're you're all you're both clinically insane. I can't wait to get out there on my own and do my own thing and do my own business and have my own money and lead my own life and have my own rules. And that's natural. 
that's actually very healthy. Your kid starts calling you insane and wants to leave, let them go. Because the worst thing for our society is the paraturnist, the professional teenager, lifelong professional teenager who never, like, I know 30 and 40-year-olds that even though they're not on their parents' couch, they're on their own couch waiting for that dare to be great moment where they develop their own values and develop their own life and develop their and have their own money. I know 35-year-olds that don't even have their own car. Mm. <laughs> and th there's a whole list of attributes and characteristics and beliefs, customs, rituals, and traditions of this growing number of adult children. And I don't know how we got on this, this topic, but it's, it's what's destroying our society. Like when we look at our politicians, that's what we see. We we're seeing the, the, uh, the, the end result, the side effect, the symptom of a society that is not paid attention to transitioning their children to adults properly. Like all they're thinking of is safety. They're just basically paid liars. That's why they, um, that's why there's a big push for like socialism. I saw something the other day. It was like uh, someone put this job. Imagine imagine not being able to go and see your sick parent or your sick family member because you didn't have enough free time off your work or right. your usual your sick days. They'd imagine not being able to go to your son's soccer game or whatever because you didn't have a day off. It's like, who the hell does that, especially in today's day and age? And I was like, you know what? And what you're saying there, when you said that about responsibility, it's like Jordan Peterson talks about it a lot of the time. He says, Get as much responsibility as you can handle. Like not too much that it destroys you, but just and it's weird that you say that because all the politicians nowadays there's a big push for like socialism, which I don't understand when people obviously haven't read enough about China where in the first four years it killed forty five million people or like socialist Russia where it's like you say, given the government um Given the government, um, like the father figure, you know, um, over you, uh, and it's like people don't like people who come out and say, "Take responsibility yourself." Like, make your own bed, be the best version of yourself. It's like everyone wants to play the oppressed. It's like, oh, who's the mo more oppressed? And identity politics, which I despise. But I get the fact that like you want to help. Some people need help, and that's fine. And and when you get to that point, but when it comes to yourself, you need to try and put your best foot forward and try and do what you can. You know, it's never been. It's a devil thing as well, Jason. Being a business owner or doing these things, people a lot of the time only see the end result. They don't see the the five to ten years behind the scenes where you were trying to make it and you didn't quite make it, or the tears or anything like that. And they think, oh, and a lot of people give up early doors. It's funny. It's like one of the most things, well, the best things I've learned is obviously be true to yourself, but stay consistent and you know, follow your, your heart and your gut. And it's not always the easiest path to, to tread. In fact, that's generally how you sharpen your sword, right? By going through the hardships. And that's how you learn. You know, I remember I used to post like five, six years ago, no one really listened. And then you find someone who can help you build your business. You go, you go fully in, you post, you post. And now it's like traction. All of a sudden, like the last two three years you have more followers people listening you it's just like it becomes like every it's it's, it's um they say dripping water eventually eats through stone and but it takes time and you build up and you've got to have that belief but you've also got to understand that this isn't yeah it, it isn't um yeah but people want to do things and think they just happen overnight but well, these things takes time to build stuff of quality right 
Well, you, you know, who you are and who I are, these are natural extensions. We're the normal adults of 500 years ago. We're simply um, saying bye to our parents, becoming independent, true adults in their true adult power. We don't rely on anybody else. We don't want to be lorded over. And that's what liberalism and um you know, the socialist drive is it always happens to societies that forget how to transition their children to adults. So people think you're you're at adult age. They look at your driver's license. You know, you, the, the driver's license says you're 25 or 30. But somehow, you know, if you give that guy a Saturday, he sleeps in like he's 15. He's got no goals. Um, you know, if he, if he wasn't awakened by the alarm five days a week, he'd sleep in like he was still at his parents' house. And then the, the paraturnist, the, the forever child, you know, you see them as adults. They're watching, <clears throat> you know, they have no money. And that's, and sometimes just comparing, uh, the adult child to the real child is simply about comparing the attributes, the literal attributes as, as a five-year-old. The child has no money. They don't have a car. They don't have an interact card. They can't purchase. And then you go into the society today where we're not transitioning our children properly to adulthood. You you see so many people with no money, and they're literally not comfortable with money because they haven't transitioned. They're still waiting for someone else to pay for them. And even though they might be out of the house, the government is the new child figure. It's the new mother figure. It's the new father figure. So that kind of person who relies on the government handout or even the corporate handout, um, they're not fully into their full adult power. And someone like you, or, and then so it becomes inverted. You have everybody coming to gurus like you and I asking, you know, how do you do it? And we're actually, we've done it naturally. We've given up our childhood in taking responsibility for our lives on a monetary relationship creation based level which the forever child can never seem to do that. And that's really all they're missing. It doesn't matter if you have a 50-year-old uh, cocaine addict or you have um, like the guy in Canada who is, you know, was working for the Minister of Education. He was a dumb pedophile putting out uh, pornography as a sex ed curriculum in the province of Ontario where I live. It doesn't matter what, what the problem is never the problem. The problem with all our issues today is that they've never, the people involved have never transitioned properly from a child to an adult. And that's why all the ancient society, like if you look at Rome or ancient Greece, you can see when they started collapsing because they're partying like children. Like when ancient Greece collapsed, all you see is plates and pictures and mosaics of orgies and, you know, guys having sex with, with their male servants. <clears throat> and it's just a hedonistic free-for-all, which, again, adults can't do. No adult can have a, a hedonistic free-for-all and think that the society will run on its own. And this is where, where we are today. It's like, 
everybody's looking for adult leaders, but there are none being produced. And if we're going to save our society, we're really going to have to pay attention to how we transition our children. Uh, most people are ruining their children by doing everything for them. So when the child leaves the house, they've never done a rite of passage. They've never experienced any struggle and they completely fail as adults in our, in our society, which completely collapses our civilization back into its own footprint. I hope that I, I hope that doesn't make anybody too depressed. That what I'm trying to say is that if you want to be successful, it's really easy to do today because there's really no competition. No one's going to outwork you because they're all at home sucking their thumbs. Mm, no, no, it's it's well. It's also, there's so much opportunity for it as well. It's like, um, and it, look, one man's success is compared to another man's success. It depends on what you want to be in terms of being successful. But I completely agree with your sentiment there. It's weird, like it's it's funny how everyone, anyone who comes up with or anyone who's successful comes against opposition, where other people are like. It's it's just funny because it shouldn't really even be a political discussion. It should just be a moral discussion of like what happens. But it's funny how the people that want to blame everyone else always, or like people that are doing well, always are the people that tend to have their lives not together, or you all just want to blame. It's, it's hard to get into it because I don't want to. Oh, I know exactly. Because it's I like, know exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're like, oh. Or they, or they want to pull people down that are doing well, um, you know, or they want to make make it out like they're they're oppressed. Like it's not easy. It never like I said to people before. Like I had five years. I'm just talk about my experience because you know when you when you're trying to build your own business, especially a business which flies in the face of the mainstream, where everyone's like you're talking stuff like they're so used to the medical industry or the other stuff and everything you're saying is against it you know first they laugh and then funny enough they follow and ask questions but you know it it people don't see what happened to start with um and it's easy if you're not if you haven't got that self-belief or that drive or desire or if you don't follow your intuition it's easy to you know you've got to have that get up and go that passion but it's funny because obviously Different people, you know, you look at like fire types, earth types, you know, water types in terms of different people personalities. But a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of, a lot of fire types are very cr creative and they're very driven. Um, and you need balance of both. But I think when you when you get people like us, for example, out there doing it, um, people that haven't got that drive, no wonder they want to tear those people down because they're looking at people that are everything that maybe they, they want to be and they just haven't got the desire to be. So it's easier to try and fabricate nonsense. It's like they talk about this like polyamorous society that everyone was trying to get to. And I get that in terms of what you're saying because if you have polyamorous society or hedonistic society where everyone can just sleep with everyone, there's no responsibility. And children, like they are, are today, grow up without any parents or at least with parents that are, come from broken marriages or parents that are, as you said, children, essentially. And so then you get, you haven't even got people being brought up on the right principles. One thing, you can talk about religions and being right or wrong, but one of the things they sort of did was try to have rules in them that made it better for society as a whole. Is that Would that be for fair to say, I reckon, like in terms of giving people sort of like structure around their life rather than just being, uh, go and do whatever you want? Well, I, I tell people, I mean, there's a lot of things I could address in what you said, but 
one major point I want to make is once you're 14 and you're alive, I don't care how bad your childhood was, your parents did their job. It's not their responsibility to coodle and coddle you. And then if they didn't, for you to lament over that into your in, and play the victim, which is just basically a scripted a, a script by which you say, I can't because of this. I can't have money because of that. I can't be healthy because of my parents. I can't get over this trauma. What you need to realize as an adult in the true adult power is, okay, yeah, you maybe you had a hard time, but you're alive. They've done their job. And now it's your responsibility to take it the rest of the way. And it's the story you tell yourself. Is it empowering or is it disempowering? Um, you know, the thing about victims is that they make the present about their past. And the thing about leaders and successful people is they make the present about the future. And a real adult makes the present about the future. And, a, and an adult child, the forever child, will always make the present about their past and why they can't do this and why they can't do that. And it's very important for people to understand that once, like, you look in the mirror, and if you're, you know, I look in the mirror, and I'm a smart guy, I can handle any situation the world throws at me through the future, and I can handle any bad situation I had in the past. I got money. I got a driver's license. Um, I can handle it. And that sort of reclaiming of power is what's not being done today. You don't have to focus on your parents. If they beat you, if you were sexually abused, you can handle anything that's happened to you as long as you step into your full adult power, reframe what happened. You couldn't change that when you were a kid. If you were physically abused, you were sexually abused, of course you were under their control. The abuse is very, very common. The question to you as an adult, are you going to pay that abuse forward by your own hand and your own life? Because you're not willing to step into your full adult power and say, yeah, that happened, and I'm still going to make my life a success. 100%. And I think that's a uh, very powerful thing to say to people. You know, it's one of the best things. That's why I love the message of people like Jordan Peterson, or not just him, but there's loads of people out there, like this whole stoicism, sort of like take responsibility for yourself you know because then you can change your world even if it's like bit by bit stage by stage you know you might not be where you want to be and we've got different archetypes i always talk about this one of the things is a prostitute archetype sometimes you've got to do things you don't want to do to get where you want to go that's part of being an adult part of the rite of passage and so that's one of the things which is like the best thing about um the society we live in, in terms of like capitalist society is that you have got the opportunity to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. It is up to you if you really want to, rather than saying like, "Oh, we all get uh, we all get equal. Uh, we all got a or look at um, Venezuela. We've all got an equal opportunity to gnaw on a bone." You know, it's one of those things. So it's like you have got the opportunity. So if you can do those things, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and this is as you said, there's no right of passage. There's a lot of model model coddling going around, and so everyone thinks that the world sort of like owes them something and it's why this whole like freedom i mean it happened in you wasn't it so trying to turn or trying to mandate speech in canada or this whole freedom of speech issue now which is like people hate speech and all this stuff it's like 
it's like freedom of speech wasn't there to protect popular speech. It was there to protect unpopular speech because otherwise you just get book burning and which has happened in through history. Yeah, and if you look at all those attributes, I mean, if you look at the collective, you know, what that guy said hurt my feelings. Well, that's a child-based behavior. That's a child-based characteristic, child-based attribute. Someone hurt your feelings, someone else make them stop. How about you just adult up, take what information you like in the world, leave the rest, unless someone's out there hurting someone. The general rule of natural law is you're free to do what you want unless you're hurting another human being or sort of destroying the society at large through destroying the environment. But today, the adult child who wants no responsibility whatsoever, who always wants to be liked, who doesn't want to raise their voice, they want, you know, they're, they're acting like they're two feet tall. If you don't like something someone says, stand up and say something about it on a blog, on a video to them in person. But everybody is such a, a child, they actually hide, they're like, give me an authority figure to hide behind, I'll give the guy the bird. I'll throw a snowball at him. I'll call him something and then hide behind the government. And it doesn't matter if it's a, a lifelong pension or you wanting the government to mandate what someone else says or what you see on social media. It's all child-based behavior. It's, it's a lack of responsibility. Like responsibility is like re means to apply again and, you know, to spawn or, you know, to be able to respond. People today don't have the ability to respond because only adults can truly respond. You're out of money, a true adult can make more. Um, you know, the, 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 the roof blew off the house, a true adult can respond, has the ability to respond, responsibility, can reattach the roof to the house. Children can't, like children don't know how to swing a hammer. They can't drive to get the nails. They don't know where to get the lumber. They don't know how to ride something on YouTube so that you learn how to you know, make your own roof again. And today we have adults of adult age um, not doing anything that's adult based. And it doesn't matter what problem it is. Like the more a society gets away from raising true adults, the more they beg government to tyrannically destroy them. And that's what's going on right now. Like it doesn't like the government is the out of control dysfunctional ch uh, parent to you know everybody that's begging the parent to save the day. We need to move away from our government the same way we moved away from our parents. And it's almost like in psychology, the government is the dysfunctional parent that won't let us go because it's so then they'll recognize all their shortcomings and that they're afraid to let us go. They're afraid to be alone. They're afraid to be true adults. Everybody in government are lording over us because they're afraid to be true adults. They need us as their children so that they feel like justified to exist in the world. They're afraid to go out and do anything of value for the society. Mm. Um, so we have a yeah, whole psychological interplay uh, on a micro level and a macro level. All at the same time, the our government is a dysfunctional parent figure to dysfunctional children, and you know that is just going to set to collapse pretty soon. I reckon. Yeah, I was going to say this is the thing. It's funny how like the amount we see the universities and all these things like how they're so all these children are 
anyone who seems to have anything of sense to say gets hounded out or I just don't understand like this society's being because surely the most of the parents should have the same mind how, how are they breeding these children that think this way it's sort of like what is going on for it's got I mean obviously poor food poor water all these things that are affecting their hormones uh, everything like that I think the tv the everything they've been exposed to it's like a culture where instant gratification everyone's of everyone's oppressed everyone's offended i mean all these things add up yeah yeah and listen to all your descriptions all the characteristics only children eat junk food now the adults eat junk food only children want everything to be the same like i said same bowl same cereal same spoon right so you go to university you have the adults in power there trying to make everybody speak the same language, though they have the same opinions. Only a child-based figure would think that that's acceptable. Real adults know that there has to be a diverse range of... So everything that you just mentioned, if you go down the list I've made, they're all child-based behaviors. Mm. That's what they all have in common. Like only children want everything the same so that they feel safe. An adult like myself, who's like, you know, five foot 10, 190 pounds, um, you know, I didn't have a real rough childhood. I can handle myself. I got no problem someone having a different opinion than me. I got no problem whatsoever. I don't need some authority figure to come in and mandate to shut him up. If I want to shut him up, I'll shut him up myself or I'll turn it off because I'm a real adult. Yeah, that, I'll do I'll do what I have to do, right? I flex my true adult power, and today there is no true adult power at all. Everybody's disempowered, and the men especially, and this is really hurting the conventional female because they're still biologically looking for strong males to protect them, and they're you know the average strong male is simply recruited into the Death Star to work for Darth Vader and government these days. And the the men are physically weak. They're mentally weak. They have no core values. Um, They're easily taken over by people pleasing and trying to fit in with the herd, which the female psyche knows is completely weak. And then they might go, like even if you look at the average person, who they marry, when they marry, it's all safety. It's all safety. I'm going to marry the man that's safe. I'm going to marry the girl that makes me safe. I'm going to work the job that makes me safe. I'm going to have the breakfast that makes me safe. Well, how could a breakfast make me safe? What's well, the same shitty breakfast that 10,000 other people are having in the cafeteria? So if you bring in your organic food, it's not safe. But if you're bringing your coffee and your donut, that's the safe breakfast because it helps you fit in with the with the herd. So if you want to get like in a real and you can see that's why the depression and mental health issues are so prolific today is because everybody thought, you know what, they got caught in a, they got caught in a trick, got caught in a trap. They didn't transition properly from child to adult. Children only uh search out activities and behaviors, customs and traditions, and belief systems that make them safe. You're supposed to transition somewhere in there from 14 to 18. You're supposed to become a full adult. They didn't. So then they go into the adult world looking for safety, taking jobs that are futile and soulless, marrying people they shouldn't be marrying, 
And because they didn't make the transition so that they put the safety away, know it's a consideration, know that living your best life will always involve non-safety. Like I know people that graduated from high school, they moved to Greece, um, they traveled Greece, you know, fell in love with a with a Greek man, married the Greek man, had kids, cha- changed this, changed that, and uh, the adventure was there, and the happiness followed. And you have to get outside that safety first mechanism before you're going to find happiness. Everybody's going to the doctor and even their their physical ailments, their bad knees, their bad hips, their bowel problems, their headaches, you know they are reflections of putting safety first before happiness. Yes. Well, if, if, I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't even know if that word was supposed to. Was that our topic today? No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, mate. It's just wicked because I think people need to hear this. I mean, because safety, I, I completely agree with everything you said there. It is such, it's weird how safety or like being part of the, the crew or the herd or whatever it is, it can lead people to being safe and not stepping outside that. And you've got to be... One, I think like you've got to have, have to be a certain person to to not care about what other people think and just be like, this is where I'm going because, you know, having that that herd mentality or that fitting in, being not to be extradited from the from the tribe, it's quite a big pull. But everything you said there in terms of travelling and going and seeing what you, what but lots, of, I mean, the marriage thing for me, like I'm 34, single, um, could uh, without sounding really arrogant. Finding a girl and marrying a girl if I wanted to, it's not the hardest thing in the world if you don't want it. But finding the right person that you want to be with, you know, especially in what I do, that's that's going to be integral. If I, it's, otherwise, it could, it means it's your life, right? You need to find the right partner to be with. You, you can't it's just, oh, I want to settle down because everyone else is settling down, especially at my age. Everyone's getting married, whatever. It's like, yeah, but, but that's. That's the pressure. It's easy. The pressure to, is easy to, to hurt. Yeah, easy to 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 succumb to that, right? Yeah. The the big pressure there would be everybody else is doing it, and only children would react to that. Everybody's getting a job. Well, jobs suck. And in in our in our day, where you can have the <laughs> chance between working a job or starting your own business, why would you ever go work a job? Well, you don't. You got to get up every morning. You don't control your day. You can't go to your kids' swim meet. You can't, you know, take a long crap. You know, you can't take a long breakfast. You know, like no one, if they thought about it, would ever do that. When compared, like, how is you know, thirty years working a job you don't enjoy? That kind of suffering is tough. But two years of starting your own business, so that kind of suffering is is hard. No, it, it, it all make none of it makes sense through one lens, but it makes total sense through the child lens. The child doesn't think logically or long term. That's one of the child attributes. One of the child attributes is that they think in five, ten, and fifteen minute increments. In the real adult and the true adult power, thinks in five, ten, and fifteen year increments. So of course. When you're 24 and you're getting nervous because everybody else has a job, you want to be part of the crowd because you never you never were able to shake that do I fit in or I'm meaningless or I'm useless or worthless mentality. You start scrambling for a job, even though it's the absolutely worst thing you can do because you've put safety in front of happiness. 
because you've never made the transition. Yeah, if you don't get a job, yeah, you're like you're not like everybody else. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But to say that and actually mean it, you'd have to be a true adult in their true adult power where you're like, yeah, I'm going to travel. I know this one girl, I'll mention her name, she's on Facebook. Her name's Camille Julia. And she's been traveling the world. As she's about 24, 25. I think she's been traveling the world for about six years straight. She doesn't have a job. I look at her uh, Facebook page every once in a while. I can't keep up with all the places she's going. She travels alone, sleeps on beaches, and everybody's like, oh, my God, would she get raped? Would she get attacked? Would she? No, no. See, that's the fear. That's the safety-based child saying, no, no, stay at home. Stay. Like, they don't need walls in prisons anymore. Like, most people in my town, you don't, gotta, you don't have to put a wall around this town. It's like 10 miles side to side for this town. No one ever leaves. No one ever goes anywhere. You don't have to put a wall up. They have the same route every day, same bowl, same cereal, same spoon, because everything's about safety. And that's why the government drowns us in this fear-based liaria, which is going on right now. Liaria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're drowning people. So, and that's why they put all, like, it doesn't matter where you are. Like, if you open your newspaper in New Zealand, they're saying Canada is a real shitty place. And if you have it in Canada, they'll say, like, New Zealand's a shitty place. Or everywhere but where you live is safe. That's how they keep everybody under control, is, and this is how government and, and media collude to keep this child-based, this forever child operating inside your own head so that you never really venture out and live your life to the fullest. You can't govern vital, healthy, and happy people. Well, you can only govern fear-based, sick, and diseased people. Well, talking about that, I think it's quite a nice segue to talk about what's going on right now. Because uh, because if you can only govern sick, fear-based people, children, you know, who will look for safety, um, I think it's quite amusing that, I mean, this is the thing, like, obviously governments have quarantined, but in Italy they've done things where if you go outside of the quarantine or you break break the practice, you get three months in jail. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's great, it sh- they should be doing this because it's dangerous. And People like myself are like, are you batshit crazy? <laughs> like, if you're healthy, you'll be absolutely fine. And what's the one way to, to yeah, take control of, of a population? Nothing does that like fear, you know, or, or it lowers the immune system like fear. And so this whole coronavirus, um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to know, I mean, I know my thoughts on it, my opinions. I think, uh, obviously, you want to be quite factual about it. there's been a few different theories about where it's come from uh, and how it's got out and there's a few theories branded around in our world <laughs> in, in round of man-made or if it's come from a um what do they have a, a what, what they call a, a food market a wet food market um or you know and then they've got the 5g the maps of the five G, countries have got 5g and the maps where the where the where the coronavirus is out um and um yeah, there's lots, lots going on. I mean, I, I, I sort of, I sort of think, think um, coronavirus to kill off the elderly, and then a vaccine to kill off the young. What do you reckon? <laughs> well, see, I, I tell people, look, the first place you want to start is 
your idea that the government cares about you. Now, if you actually are thinking the government cares about you, you're in that childlike state because you're paying attention to entertainment instead of education, which is one of the primary attributes or characteristics of the child mind is that it only likes entertainment, it does not like education. If you think the government is your friend <laughs> and you think the government is out to protect you and that's why he's taking these measures, you only have to start reviewing, they spray known poisons on your food and they've approved that. And you're going to think that they care about you. They put fluoride in your water. They put fluoride in the toothpaste. And they use fluoride dental dams at the dentist's office. Fluoride has been proven to cause brain damage and cancer at two parts per million. They put that in the water supply. Uh, the dental, the toothpaste, now remember that fluoride is proven. You can go to fluoridealert.org for the 63 studies now that prove that fluoride causes brain damage at two parts per million or less, and your toothpaste have 1,500 parts per million. And the dental dams at your dental office has 15,000 to 25,000 parts per million of fluoride, causing cancer and brain damage at two parts per million. And it's never been proven to reduce uh, cavities. That's also at fluoridealert.org. And it's only been proven to cause what's called dental fluorosis, which means your teeth are cracking and decaying because you're ingesting a poison. And all poisons have the same metabolic effect on your body. They leach nutrition out of your, out of your, out of your system because that's how the body sacrifices itself to get rid of the poison. For every molecule of poison that enters your body, your body has to give up one molecule of nutrition to neutralize it. And there's so much corruption, even with, say, vaccines. If you go look at, uh, there's a video I use sometimes that proves that vaccine deaths in the United States is at, at around 45,000 deaths by vaccines every year and 600,000 uh, permanent injuries. Six, and we're talking, and, and that, and someone's like, oh, I don't, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that at all, that there was 45,000 deaths. Well, that's because you trust the government. That's why you, that's because you trust the media. And if you're going to get upset about 3,500 deaths worldwide, but you're not going to get upset about 45,000 deaths every year in the U.S. alone, well, you're not really concerned about death. You're only concerned about fear, and you're only concerned about the fear that's being driven down your throat by the media and government that wants you in that perfect childlike state when you are afraid it drops your IQ to 25% of, of its natural level. And as the child, and that's the child brain being activated. The child brain is in the limbic system. It's part of the reptilian brain, otherwise known as the R complex or the hind brain. And all governments, it's like the bully system at school. You know, come in and terrorize the kids and 
and then the bully gets their way until someone just drops that bully right down with a good shot right to the chin. And then, and then the, which is what, what I used to do as a kid, because I can't stand when pe- other people get bullied or they act outside their own power. So someone's always got to stand up and drop the bully. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing that with writing or even physically. I still do that. If I see a bully around, I'm going to be the first one up, the first one to go confront them. And that's what real adults do to try and re- remind the other people in the population what has to be done when evil surfaces. You can't cheer it on. You can't go work for the bully which everybody loves. You got all the males today leapfrogging and dry humping each other to try and go work for the government on the Death Star. You know, I got the new new Stormtrooper uh, outfit. Look at me. I'm safe. I'm like, come on, guys. The society's not going to be able to survive that much longer. So if anybody out there is believing that the government is taking any of these measures, I mean, don't forget, cigarettes cause... 7 million deaths per year around the world. Have no problem, though. The government will give you the booze. You know, no problem. And they approve it. 3 million deaths by cigarettes per year around the world. So so, no. free, so, so, so you just missed there. You said 7 million by cigarettes. You mean 7 million by alcohol, 3 million by cigarettes. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, 7 million by uh, cigarettes, uh, 3 million by alcohol. Those are the deaths, not including the dysfunctional tailspins off of that, the side effects, the symptoms of living with an alcoholic. They might die, but you're traumatized for life. You can't produce the the great creative works that you can produce because you live with an idiot that's an alcoholic. There's so much stuff that the government don't like if you think the government cares and that. Basically, if you think the government cares, you're not going to get anything I'm talking about Mm. because you've got a myopic view of life to the point where you'll side with the bully just because you're a pussy, just because you're scared. Just because you want safe. The thing is, it's 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 which is the thing like what I go through as well, Jess. Because I want to like it's it can be hard because it's I'm I'm with you. I'm like. I just say what I what I believe to be true in my heart and what I, I, I know and, and you know the facts back it up. It's like I had a had a consultation this morning with a lady and I and she's saying, No, everything you're saying just goes against everything I've been told by the uh, medical industry. I said, Well, how's their advice working for you? And she said, Oh, it's not. I said, Cool, and how long has it not been working for you? And she said, Well, for the last fifteen years I said, Cool, well maybe it's time you try something that's been working for all my other clients and she's like I know it's just weird to get out of that mentality and people have been in that mentality for so long that once they feel in prison and two because of the way government hold power if you do stand up to the bully you have this have this um well likelihood of them chucking you in jail or prison yes you're an adult you can handle it and then and then it's like and that's that's well yeah we can handle it but then it's sort of like how how do we get we need more people to be uh, to have their mind opened or to at least understand these things because it's like otherwise all the people that speak sense will be in prison or or they won't be here and then that's what you mean by the collapse because you mentioned earlier you think the collapse of society is coming. I don't think it's coming. I think the people, a lot of people, are transitioning on their own. 
to be true adults or they're like I'm I'm certifying 80 self-sabotage coaches in March and they're going to go out and basically that's their only job is to help transition people from children like the adult child-based personality into their full adulthood and I see a lot of other modalities like say Marissa Peer the UK therapist of the year she's a marvelous hypnotherapist she has a great certification course where she's basically doing the same thing and when i went down to anarchopoco to talk this year uh i regardless of where i went whether it was a spiritual group or self-sabotage group or any kind of healing group what they, they were all doing the same work they were all trying to get people out of this child-based view of reality into an adult-based solutions um, basket where we can go ahead and start solving our problems as adults. And the reason the client you were talking about is she's still a child because she just wants to be with the herd. She doesn't like when you don't care that you're overweight, medicated, broke and depressed, and you don't care because you're in the bigger herd, you're a child. That that that's the that's the that's the only thing you have to remember. If there's any like if you're willing to work a job that you don't like, destroy yourself with junk food, wine and coffee, and you know, rot on the TV rot in front of the TV all night, if you're willing to do that to to make sure your mom doesn't yell at you, to make sure you fit in with your friends, you're a child. And you haven't made that proper transition from a child to adult. And that's what children are all about. They're about herd-based behavior, herd-based protection, and herd-based acceptance to the point where they have no core values. Like you said, they prostitute themselves out. And when you use prostitution as a word in psychology, it isn't about flesh exchange for money Mm. it's the fact that you're you're willing to compromise and negotiate anything about yourself to find safety and most people today are prostitutes because they're children so what about if you're prostituting yourself out doing something that you don't want to do so you can finally get enough money for example so you can chase your dreams that's a different that that there's a difference there because then the you mean you're just you have you always have to respect the dream team so whether you're working at mcdonald's or you know working at a car wash where they're putting all the soap down the drain or you know you're working for the military and you know shining up helicopters or repairing helicopter motors so that they can go kill someone in false flag wars you just reframe it as i'm going to save the world more than i'm hurting it once i get out of here I'm not going to stress too much about it. I'm going to see my employer as a person on the dream team. I'm going to work as hard as I can because that's part of my core values. I'm not going to ever, you know, sacrifice my ethics and my morals with, you know, my work ethic, but I am going to make the money with the intention of going to save the world to my greatest ability in a very short amount of time. Because everybody, I was in that situation. I used to work at a fast food restaurant during the day. And then I used to uh, build mattresses at night. And it was really nothing I really wanted to do. But I saw them as the dream team and I respected 
them as employers in helping me get toward my goal. I didn't steal their food. I didn't uh, slack off, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I hope that makes some sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I'm just going to get to people just saying that, like, I get you. The different different versions of, of that, you know, sometimes you've got to do things that you know ideally don't want to be doing all, all the time just to, to get you where you need to go. And so, the people just for on this on this uh, topic of of the coronavirus, Jason. Yeah. Do you um do you mind giving people a little uh, insight into where you think it come from, or would you rather not touch that? Well, a real adult doesn't care what people think. I mean. I don't, if you want to know about the coronavirus, the first thing you want to maybe look at is the testing. How do you, how, like if they said there's 100,000 uh, confirmed cases, if you're a child and you listen to that and you trust the government because you're still thinking like a child and, and you refuse to look out in the real world and see that the, the media and the government collude against you, daily and you're willing to overlook of that and you you know you want to be taken care of and you want to be made safe because you're not real adult well maybe the first thing you should do is look at the testing so if someone comes in and they're sick how do you test for coronavirus mm-hmm. well let's go to something called the ELISA test which which is used for say the Ebola virus the Zika virus and uh let's see oh the lyme disease sars as well was it i'm trying to think yeah i don't know if it's sars but there's a couple there's like the, the eliza test is something that they like number one the average person doesn't know the names of the tests okay. and number two they don't know how the tests work so let me just review the 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 comp- not the complexities but the holes in this, uh, you can drive the Titanic through. Well, was it was it just before we get into it? Wasn't this the same test they use for AIDS? Because it's like people just it's get a, yeah. It's the same one. It's uh, yeah, and it wasn't Ebola, Zika. We could yeah. say HIV. Yeah. Okay, and we could say Lyme. Yeah. This is just a test, a very common test where you test for antibodies. Mm-hmm. Now, the the thing that you should pay attention to first of all is that these are all live based stories. Because if you test for antibodies, what are you already, according to their story? You're already what? If you test for antibodies, you're already immune. Mm. So number one red flag is they're testing for something. So they, they'll tell you they give you vaccines that produce antibodies because once the antibodies are in place, you're immune. That's that story. So if you're testing, if you do a blood test and you test for antibodies, you're supposed to be immune. But that's just the first red flag. And then if you said you were, um, say, in, in South America, they're going to say you have Zika. And then, the, then if they, you said you were uh, walking in the woods, they're going to say you have Lyme. And then if you said on the, on the health form that you were gay, they're going to say you have HIV. That's just the ELISA test. Now, now does, does that make any sense whatsoever? No, I mean, have you? Have, I mean, I want you to carry on with this, but do you know who Doctor Robert Wil- Wilmer is? Yeah, doc. Yeah, and he, yeah. he, he th- They could look him up, but they're not even going. The people won't even understand why doctor, a medical doctor, injected the blood mm. of a HIV AIDS positive patient into his own bloodstream without worrying and he did that in front of camera crew 
People won't even understand that kind of stuff right now. Let's just stay with the Eliza oh, test. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just say because it was just like, yeah, it was just because those are the, it was just because of the antibodies. It was like you could be at the antibodies for the cold, and they'd say you had the H HIV, and then the drugs that they use would destroy you. But yeah, go for it. How could how could anybody believe that that's science? That where you were determines what disease you have, and then the same test can test for HIV, Zika, and Lyme all at the same time with antibodies, which means you're immune. None of it makes any sense. And then they'll say, well, there's the PCR test. And again, PCR is just the name, polymerase, chain reaction test that they're saying they're using for the coronavirus. Now, here's how this test works, which makes no sense again whatsoever. It replicates 100 nucleotides. What's a nucleotide? Well, it's, it's a part of a gene sequence, and it replicates and replicates. And you're supposed to be able to find remnants of one of these viruses in the nucleotides. You're supposed to find a couple of the genes. But this PCR test only replicates 100 nucleotides, like 100, like 100 nucleotides on a string. And guess how many nucleotides are in the, in the average virus? 30,000. And so you're supposed to identify a virus, like a whole virus with 30,000 nucleotides based on a string of 100, when there's 5 million viruses, <laughs> there's a million viruses in the world today, only 5,000 have been sequenced, and of those 5,000, many of them share the same genes, including the flu, with the coronavirus. So the coronavirus and, and the flu carry the exact same gene sequences. So if someone says you're positive for coronavirus with the PCR test, you can also just have the flu. And they're also encouraging people to take the flu vaccine, you know, on demand if they feel like they're sick, which they're never supposed to do. But the fact of the matter is if you go to the official PCR documents about what not to do, to screw up the PCR test is take the flu vaccine because it'll give you a false positive. Yeah, I mean. So if any, so here's the child-based. What I just told you was just the adult-based research in only one area of their of their ten mile deep lyria pit. And then the child-based reaction is there's 100,000 people with, with this coronavirus. It's spreading all over the world. Well, that's a child-based reaction because they're lying to you because none of the tests are really accurate. And they're also folding in suspected cases into that 100,000 uh, number. And a suspected case is like, that guy doesn't feel too good. And uh, he parked his car next to someone where we suspect has coronavirus. So he's going to be jump. His number, his one person is in the 100,000 um, statistic. Hmm. I mean, they can, it, yeah. yeah. Statistic, <laughs> my statistics professor would say statistics are like prisoners. If you torture them, Long enough, they'll give you anything you want. Well, yeah, it's a great quote, isn't there? They say stats don't lie, but statisticians do. Um, <laughs> so they can mold and bend them to. It's like it's like scientists, right? They say the modern day prostitutes. They get you whatever you whatever result you want if you pay them enough. Um, right. And, and, so. and have you? Have, uh, how many people have seen? And 
today it's the, the propaganda is so thick. The average person thinks death is unnatural. Like, oh, this guy died. I'm like, yeah, he died. He was like 85. Mm. And then, of course, here's the funny thing, too, is that even if they have the PCR test right, there's no guarantee that the virus nucleotide, which is proof of the virus, made the person sick. They could be a coffee drinker. They could have just got a, a toxic flu vaccine, and the thimerosal in the toxic flu vaccine is the thing that killed them. And if you look at virology uh, overall, and they just have these really powerful microscopes, and if you look at pictures, none of these molecules look any the same. And just because they're around inside the person's body, like people think, I, look, I took a picture of a virus in, in the guy's body with this electron microscope. That's not proof of why he's sick. It's it's like it's like taking pictures of like I tell people it's just like this. You're an alien. You come down to this planet, and there's fires everywhere, and you're like these sons of bitches in these red fire trucks. Everywhere we go, in a hundred percent of cases, the fire trucks are there at the fire, and then the alien says these fire trucks must be starting those fires. It's 100% correlation. This is how viruses work, folks. They're not there to make you sick. They're there because you're sick. Yeah. Right? And that's the average person. It just totally blows their mind because they never thought. It's just safer to repeat. Well, right? yeah, it's it's why in all my posts I keep on writing, um, I keep on saying to people, you know, I put it in my book as well. I said, like, um, Louis Pasteur, who was I like, had the germ theory, he talked about the germ, the germ, the germ. And on his deathbed, he said, "Look, the germ is nothing. The terrain is everything. And if you've got a healthy internal terrain, it doesn't matter what comes your way. Your body can deal with it. It's the whole point, you know. And it's why it's like that. If the picture they say you get you got a, a fish in a. I think it's like how do you make the fish healthy? It's like one fish is in a picture of clear water, and the other picture is in a murky water. And it's like, do you vaccinate the fish or do you change?" the tank that they're swimming in, you know, and that's, that's the key. Well, the, the average person won't think that far for the same reason I've discussed already is that it's just safer to do what you're told, but only like, only when you're like, if you're two feet tall and 50 pounds and you don't have any money. Yeah. I understand you were five. You did what you were told. And congratulations, because you're alive. And if you didn't do that, if you didn't do what you were told, if you didn't respect authority, if you didn't play the, your role and please, if you weren't a people pleaser, if you didn't fit into the tribe, you probably wouldn't be alive. But I tell people, I'm looking at you, you're six feet tall, you're 200 pounds, and you're acting like you're two feet tall and 50 pounds, because you're doing stuff that doesn't make any sense. And that's why you're sick. That's why you're broke, that's why you're depressed, and that's why your relationships suck. Because you've never done the big transitional move from the child-based tribe to the adult-based tribe. And so, you know, hopefully people can get from this talk that what they really need to work on is ask themselves daily, 
am I thinking this and doing this because I'm, I'm thinking and acting like a child? Am I bringing my child-based coping mechanisms with me into adulthood, which spells complete disaster? If you don't have any money and you're an adult, you're probably thinking and acting like a child. If your relationships aren't good, if you're not happy, you're putting safety and security first in all your decisions, which means you're guaranteed inside that perpetual child mindset. So okay. hopefully people can take, take away something today about where they need to do the work. And when the government comes in and lies to you and you believe the lie because you don't have a backbone to stand up to the bully, well, why don't you just try being an adult for once and stop going along to get along? Because that's what children do, especially when the government's saying, well, I'm going to take half your money, inject your kids with poison. I'm going to spray poisons on your food. I'm going to put poisons in your tap water. I'm going to, you know, put your flag on a bomber and bomb um, innocent people down the road. I'm going to give you jobs that never pay you enough. And, uh, and then you're going to think I'm great. Like, when does it end? When do you grow up and just say no to that and use the most, like, in the Matrix, when Neil was getting, you know, Mr. Smith shot him nine times. I don't know which Matrix movie it was. And then when Trinity woke him up with a kiss, which is love, and he came back from the dead, and Morpheus said, they said, how did he do that? He said, he is the one. And when he stood up and they fired at him again, he stopped the bullets by saying what? What was the one word which stopped all the bullets? The most no. powerful word. No. no. Exactly. He said no. No. He said no. So adults can use the word no. That, Children can't. That film has got a lot of deep levels, right? Yeah, just that alone. When Trinity, you know, said, I love you. And then the sparks were flying. And she said, now get up. Because a strong woman knows how to control the male. A strong woman in her moral, adult, and ethical center controls the male of the tribe and says, this is it. You either stand up and fight this evil or the tribe is doomed. So I'm going to tell you what to do. Just like in the movie 300, when uh, Gerard Butler put his foot in that guy's chest and said, we are Sparta, and put him into the well. He, no one remembers he looked around to his wife mm. first and foremost. Yeah. And she gave the nod because she represents cosmic divinity and cosmic intelligence. And the, the male is the attack dog of the tribe. And if you look today at the males that are going around today acting like children, sloppy, not in shape, medicated, drunk. These are not attack dogs of the tribe. They're, they're house slaves for the tyrannical rulers. So it's time people started putting all this stuff together and understand that we can save this society. We don't need government or authority figures to lord over us. We don't need anything like that. What we need is to govern ourselves in our true adult power. And if anybody wants to do anything today to change their world and change their outer world at the same time, this is something they really need to work on. 
Man, I think that's awesome. And uh, thanks so much for coming on, Jason. Anything else you want to add? No, that's all right. I think uh, I think people got the point, and if they want to try and find me, my name's Jason Christoph uh, Christ with an O F F on the end. <laughs> That's how you spell my name. It's all right. No, don't worry. I'll be doing that before. You can do. You can do it. Yeah, it's fine. Jason Christoph Facebook or Jason Christoph dot com. But I always do that before and after. So don't worry, my man. We're, we're there. Yeah. So, just so, jchristoph.com. dot com. Oh yeah, sorry, Jason. Someone stole my. Someone uh, stole my name. He's yeah. got his own. He's got my name. <laughs> awesome man thanks so much for coming on jason and you know what i think that's we've done some really really powerful interviews i think you're always one of my in fact if not the favorite guests i have on and i think that was one of the not the shorter ones we've done some long really long ones but i think that was a really powerful 70 minutes or so i think that that needs to i might even put that in my personal programs for people to listen to because i think people need to understand that and i think it's saying that it's generally missing, um, but thanks a lot for, for sharing that, Jason, because I think it was, uh, yeah, awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on. You're doing great. You're doing great work. I, I love that you have the book and you keep making people healthy and you're just leading the way as an adult. Like, that's really awesome. You couldn't be doing better work on this on this planet. Good for you. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. So there we have it, guys and girls. Another fabulous episode with Jason. Um, I really hope that you uh, enjoyed that one. As Jason said, you can find him at uh, com. You can also find him uh, on Facebook if you just jump in, Jason Christoph. Um, and yeah, and he's, uh, yeah, Jason's awesome to talk to. And I hope you got a lot from that in terms of self-sabotage, adult child, why it's important mm-hmm. to start being an adult. And then... Obviously, all about the coronavirus. Keep doing the things that boost and create health, and you're going to be fine. As I mentioned before, you can head on over to www.reviveyourself.co. We've got our shop there, and it's full of health-boosting, immune-boosting products that are going to allow you to strengthen your constitution and be healthy enough to fight off any virus. Um, as as before, if you head on over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com, that's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. You can find my book, um, which is going to help you overcome chronic fatigue and give you the tools to overcome any chronic illness. As I mentioned before, three secrets to health and other protocols, principles, and 52 tips you can implement straight away to boost your health and immune system, as well as help your family. Uh, and if you have been dealing with a chronic issue and you haven't been able to get over it yourself and you're looking for help in doing so, then please do do send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible and we can have a chat about how we can help you overcome your issues. Now, also, if you're not following me already on Instagram, I'm at um, revive underscore yourself or ryan double underscore martin double underscore. And you can find me on Facebook at Ryan Martin is <laughs> a picture I've got, uh, actually a picture I've got for my book, I'm pretty sure, but Ryan Martin, you'll find me, it's an open profile, or at Revive Yourself, you know, facebook.com uh, underscore Revive Natural Health, I think it is, or it's just Revive Natural Health, either way you'll find us there. Um, and so I was always sharing lots of videos, uh, and yeah, and also on YouTube as well. All these podcasts and my other videos are going on YouTube now. If you can click the subscribe button in there as well, because I do put out lots of content, you'll never miss anything that I put out. And I'm pretty, uh, 
yeah, put out lots of stuff because I want you guys to, to be as healthy and happy as possible. It's really, really important for me. You know, I put an aim out a few years ago to try and change over a million lives and we're on the way to doing that. Um, haven't hit a million yet, I'm sure, but you know, uh, every day we're, uh, we're impacting more and more people, which is awesome because that's what we want. So, uh, anything else come to mind? No, I don't think so. Otherwise, um, guys, you know, we're going to have a great interview next week talking all about vitamin E. Um, so yeah, that'd be coming out with Dr. Berry. So look out for that one. In the meantime, do everything you can to remain happy, healthy, and to keep boosting your immune system, um, to get away from that coronavirus. And as I've mentioned before, if you need to, get yourself into a safe tanning bed, low powered UVB electronic ballast. Some beds, you say, I'm not a medical doctor, can't give medical advice, but that's something I will be doing. If you choose to do it yourself, it's up to you. Otherwise, as always, people, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today. 